Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening. I'm Robert A. Wilson with Cowboy Wisdom. Tonight, I have Claire Candy Howe on, and Claire is a master teacher with degrees in Reiki, crystal healing, and qualifications as a quantum touch practitioner. Claire Candy helps people to fashion a beautiful life and then ultimately heal themselves from within using her ability as an angel intuitive in counseling and spiritual healing. She not only brings comfort, peace, direction, and newfound joy and clarity to those who are in despair, but she motivates and inspires them to see the beauty, magnificence, and power inside themselves. In this way, her clients love, learn to love themselves again. She calls herself a facilitator and a beacon of light for people to come to when they are in the dark and dark and about dark about certain areas of their lives with her loving and compassionate intention to heal and the willingness of the client to bring harmony and balance into their life, true healing begins. And I'm going to bring Clara Candy on right now because we're going to talk about something that the world is really, really in dire desires to hear. Without any further ado, welcome, Clara Candy. How are you? Thank you so much for inviting me on, Rob. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Now, there's something I really want to There's two things in here, what I just read. But how is it if we started living for more inspiration and inspire in, in an inspired life, would that free us from some of all the, the diseases and the cancer from within and let the anger out of us so the cancer leaves? How would that open us up? Well, each and every one of us is divine. We are eternal by nature. We have had no beginning. We've had no end. And when you allow yourself to go with your heart, when you allow yourself to be led by that, that um, intuitive nature of yours, then life flows. Life is not a struggle. Life is hard. And it is shown that those people, um, 85 90%, of all illnesses stem from the emotional. This is a this is research studies by the National Institute of Health, the World Health Organization, the Mayo Clinic. They all say um, that um, at the base of those of ninety percent of those physical illnesses are the emotional body breaking down. And if we allow ourselves to be led by that divine voice inside of us, and we have faith. Um, then everything else will flow in our lives. And when we're free-flowing, the life force flows within us. Um, You know, it's very interesting that in every other case, Rob, when I've been uh, presented as a guest on a radio program, um, I've chosen a topic. But I felt the urge, my intuitive urge, to ask you what what I should talk about. And you said to address anger, um, as you had a cousin who passed away from cancer um, with, uh, as he had had chemotherapy, 
Um, and your reply sent a shiver of confirmation through me because this is what the posse of angels have had me speak about for the last two months. Um, so much of what our planet is going to be uh, presented with and so much disclosure and revelations are going to happen um, about how we've been lied to, um, about the corruption and crimes against humanity, and uh, what are we going to do with that anger um, being presented with these all, all these disclosures. For instance, um, things like in regard to our health, you know, but there have been many instances of the suppressions of natural cancer therapies dealing with building up the immune system, um, and they were suppressed because they had to do with the perpetual collecting of monies for an elusive search of finding a cure and pushing chemotherapy, which actually poisons the body rather than working with the natural immune system of the body. You know, there, there are lots of conventional medical doctors, like a Peter Glidden, who state that research has shown for decades that chemotherapy is a waste of money because it does not work in 97% of the cases. The only reason it's used is the tremendous kickbacks that the doctors receive from using it. And, and more and more doctors are coming out. I mean, these are conventional doctors, PhDs uh, they have with uh, biochemists. Um, one doctor, Dr. Stanislaw Brzezinski, says that emphatically that cannabis, hemp oil cures cancers. Now, is it any wonder why marijuana was made illegal? Okay, so that the big pharmaceutical companies could push their agenda. Uh, Dr. Leonard Caldwell, another, another conventional doctor, says that every cancer can be cured by natural therapies in weeks. So the shift is coming around, Rob. It may not be as fast as some of us would like it to come around, but it is coming around. Also, um, I must mention that there is a new movie coming out in the springtime, and it's called Second Opinion. And the studies show D17, the vitamin, is a vital and essential vitamin in the body for us not to get cancers. Actually, studies show that animals in the wild uh, when they eat a natural diet, are cancer-free. But you know what? When they put into zoos and circuses and set a limited diet without B17, they develop cancers. And B17 was found in the 60s to be an apricot kernel. And coincidentally, what did the FDA do? It banned apricot kernels. And it said that they, it had arsenic in it and that made the acquiring of them and use of them illegal. In fact, if doctors used them, they would be disbarred from medical practice. You know, for more information, those interested in amygdalin, which is a naturally occurring B17 found in the seeds of fruits and used in laetal treatments, please do watch that movie coming up, Second Opinion, because it states that there was, there was so much research done on B17 and amygdalin and laetrile treatments that, that was set. The research showed that it worked, that it cured, but it was sequestered away and it was never brought to the light of day and it would have helped so many people. So there were, there's been so many things in our lives that have been hijacked, not just our health with the pushing of GMOs, the pushing of aspartame. Aspartame, you know, was shown, the sweetener was shown to cause cancer in lab rats, but it was, it was pushed through because it was a great moneymaker. Um, there are so many things that are going to come to light. 
And all of these examples, along with free energy, Nikola Tesla, he came up with free energy, but there was no money in it. So it had to be hidden away to keep our dependence on oil and fossil fuels and the raping of our natural resources. So, you know, even though we know, Rob, we know at our deepest core that all of these revelations are happening because our planet is shifting to a higher enlightened state of ascension and all truth must come out, what do we do with our anger? For instance, what do we do when we find out that most all wars were manufactured, not for our protection, but for the greed and profiteering of natural resources, and they weren't necessary to be fought? What if we lost loved ones in those wars? What if, like you, what, what if we lost a loved one who passed away from cancer, who was poisoned by the chemotherapy, which decades of research showed, 97% of cases, it does not work. What do we do with this knowledge? You know, it, it just tears us apart, those of us that know that there would have been alternatives out there which could have, if, if been given the, given the chance, um, helped to improve the immune system of the body. And what I've, what I've been hearing from the posse of angels is that with all of this horror and anger and rage that we've been lied to by people in authoritative positions, what do we do with that? Angels are saying we are not here to judge anyone. We are not here to point fingers or plan retaliation or attacks. You know, Rob, because if we did that, we would be no better than the perpetrators of such lies and deceptions, and we would be giving our precious power away. We are solely here to bear witness and hold the space for all that is not of the light to be brought back into that alignment with God. We are here solely to stand guard as we watch the crumbling of many institutions and establishments that have been built on deception and downright ill intent and watch this control and manipulation of humanity shift into a more humane and peaceful and loving world. And that's all what we must do and to realize that it's all happening for the greatest good of ourselves and the greatest good of all. You know, there's a lot here for for me, but there's a lot of things. I've been to offshore seminars on the, on the, well, basically the One World Order. And in one of them seminars, the drug companies was called the Fourth Right. Mm. And here, here's the thing. If we quit, and you know, all of what you said, but there's one thing in school that embellishes, the, and that's history. What? Because they only write about war, conquer, and that. And to me, I'll get your opinion on this, Clara Candy. The people that write history make it so people read history in in a uh well basically an enslaving way. Exactly. No, and, 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 and I'm I go on. Go ahead. I, and I, I've I, been I writing about what, go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, what we've been taught what we've been taught about history is a whitewash. So much of it is is just um, glossed over, and it's not truly how things have happened. 
and no, and that's very true. But here's something else: how it's through the school system. I'm glad for education. Don't get me wrong, Clark. But how does education actually put more limitations on us than it does expanding in certain ways? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting that you say that about the education system because um, the children, especially the children of the rainbow, um, those uh, indigo children that are now 19 to 35 years of age, the crystal children, which were born in the 10-year decade after that, and the star children, they are all born of a higher um, energetic frequency and they don't learn the same as we did, um, as our generation learned. Um, They are more sensitive. They do not learn just sitting down. Um, They learn by movement. Um, A lot of these children have been labeled with Asperger's and autism and attention deficit. It's because... They don't learn the same as we did, which was basically sit down, shut up, spew back facts, stay in the same job until you're 65, get a gold watch, and go home and die. These are not the same, and um, not the same energies that we were, and they are more open. Um, and um, especially the indigo children, they are extraordinary because of the way that they uh, they perceive things, the way they learn. And they cannot be lied to. They are often the, they're often called the rebellious generation, but they are the ones that are, that are taking the world to task, and they can't be bought for love nor money. Like my generation, the baby boomers could be bought for any money. You wiggled money in front of us, and off we went. But um, but the uh, the uh, indigos are very different. Um, they they listen to their hearts. Um, they if they don't like a job, they'll, they'll leave it. They'll have many jobs in their life, and they'll be led by the faith inside of them. And I know uh, quite a number of healing practitioners um, uh, and, uh, and, and metaphysicians, spiritual teachers, that are working with parents and teachers to teach this new generation, to educate them um, in a very different way from the ways that we were um, educated. So it's, it is turning around. But it's not, you know, for some it's not happening fast enough, Rob. Well, here's the thing, Claire Candy. This is something that I have to really step forth here and say. We're trying to do in this, in the what we've been trying to do for for me for the last 15 years in a society that's million years old that has the same mindset that it did when the Earth began. Yeah, that is something you have to do, and, and you know, it's just getting them to, to a little bit here and there. Because in my own life, I want to admit this right here: I was taught nothing but limiting beliefs. And see, I mm-hmm. there's words I've taken out of my life, and healing is one of them. Because no matter how much you heal, you leave a scar. And I just simply I let go and I expand out to expand into this. So my mind goes into where I'm going. Or my, well, actually, it's got to get the the root chakra going to where I'm going. Then everything else follows for me, anyway. Mm-hmm. But the words, and see, when my talking about my cousin, he had one chemotherapy that cost sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. One, not 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 all of them, but one. But here's the thing, it's re, it's really about expanding people's 
spiritual gut to step forward to be different than everybody else. Don't you feel it, uh, Claire Kennedy? Absolutely. We, and also, it's, I must state here, we are not here to save anybody. We are not here to, we're not here to change the world. We are here to be an example for, to authentically and honestly bring forward our truth inside. Um, and the more that we can do that, the more that we will serve ourselves and serve the planet. Everybody will have the ability to touch another person's life with their kindness and their compassion and their, and, and their, you know, their humanity inside, and each one of us can do that. Um, so don't ever think that you know, because you don't um, change the world on a grand scale that you're not doing your part in working for the ascension of the planet. And that is very true. But here's something for, I'm going to ask you this. Mm. Something I've really discovered and uncovered is, is peace and prosperity are new to people. We have to learn peace and we have to learn, we have to actually open the wisdom channels and, uh, well, the spiritual channels for peace and prosperity. And that is something that arrived a long time ago, but we never have been taught or even been introduced to the prosperity of peace. Do you feel? I feel that's exactly right because we've been uh, up in, for most of history, we've been told to conquer and to do and to produce and, and to, you know, to keep striving and just doing. We haven't been taught as is with most of the Eastern philosophies, that that peace is inside of us. And by taking the time to sit with that and, and we allow that peace to come out of us, um, and that's why uh, more and more uh, schools are teaching mindful meditation um, and, uh, and the efficacies of how wonderful it is to be still and then you feel rich inside. Richness is not about money. It's pro- our, our abundance and our is our, abundance is our nature, and the richness and the wealth that we feel within is when we're in our peace and our joy by turning within, and that's what we experience. Otherwise, if we're always striving for it, it becomes the elusive butterfly that we never catch. And then once we settle in and allow that peace to come out of us, then the butterfly comes and lands on our shoulder because we've allowed and we've taken that time to be in stillness and allowed that peace that it was a part of everyone to, um, to be noticed or to be seen. Um, and, uh, and, and, and the more and more I read is more and more schools are um, incorporating uh, meditation, and uh, and um, some of those Eastern philosophies and the um, uh, the children's scores have gone up considerably because of that. The bullying the bullying has gone down, and um, and just that compassion and sharing in the children has gone up. So once again, it is shifting. It's not as shifting. It's not as quickly shifting as we would like it to. But as I said to somebody um, uh, recently. It's, it's like you want to steer a huge cruise ship around. You just don't turn it on a dime. It takes a long time to turn that boat around, and we can see it. 
We can see it in the very valiant spiritual warriors that are um, that are educators and parents, and we can see it in those few people that are making a real big difference um, in their communities um, by stepping forth and not just following the status quo. You know, you just a question just come to me. You know, the the biggest challenge really is is getting people to understand the system they've been taught is their own is what's holding them back from experiencing well basically experiencing their dreams and whatever they desire. Do you feel that? And there's no question about it. And you know, what the Posse of Angels has said to me is that with these disclosures and with these things that were hidden, you know, like UFOs, I mean, like the, our interstellar brothers and sisters, ever since Roswell and the whitewashing of what happened there, um, there's been more and more um, astronauts and, and people who work for NASA that have come out, and Area 58 or whatever that is, that say that, that, that they've known forever and used the technology that our interstellar brother, brothers and sisters have, uh, have, have uh, shared with them. Um, what, you know, what do we do with the horror and the incredulity when we find out that our governments and, and people and authorities have been lying to us? You know, it's, um, it, it's enough to rock somebody's world. You know, you know, actually, Rob, I recently read that Pope Francis came out publicly and stated that one out of every 50 priests rapes children and admits that there are over 8,000 active pedophiles in the clergy. You know, it's no wonder that we feel revulsion when we hear that the diocese knows all this and has a long sordid history of protecting their pedophiles by passing off their legal, uh, legal fees and moving the accused priests to different parishes. So what do we do with our anger? What do we do with it? Well, we, have, we sit with it and we know that we can't blame anybody else. We have to take responsibility that each and every one of us has allowed this to be pe- uh, perpetuated. Uh, we, can, um, we can vote with our dollar where we spend our money, uh, you know, on the choices that we make, um, and we can make a difference in our own communities. Um, and, um, you know, the more that we acknowledge this, and we take responsibility for it, then we can change it. And that's true. And I want to give you a Claire Candy's website, uh, com. And let me give it again. It's com. And, you know, here's the thing that I'm really expanding into. When you take it, when you take the subconscious and, and you start really touching people's subconscious, they lock up because it's all new. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing we was talking earlier for me. I've been to a, I don't know if you ever heard of Dr. Lynn Horowitz, but there's actually a machine out there, a frequency machine that can cure anything. Yeah. And it's and very similar, the, yeah. I mean, it's very, but but anyway, that's out there. But here's the thing. 
you know, we you're never going to get everybody, but how much expansion has happened in the last seven years, do you feel? Oh, it's extraordinary how much people have shifted. It's, it's their way of thinking. You know, um, uh, 10 years ago, there were very few um, organic things in, um, in conventional supermarkets. And now with every supermarket uh, that I go in, and it doesn't have to be a health food store, you see more and more organic foods in the aisles, more vegetables. It's because people are, are really dictating um, what they want to buy. People, there are more vegan restaurants. There are more vegetarian restaurants. You know, the, people are, are voting. People are, are, are standing up and they're having a saying what they want. You know, more and more people are saying um, uh, no to, to vaccines. More and more people are using their voice. They're saying no. Um, and uh, the more that they're um, conscious of the choices that they make, um, then they will take responsibility for their lives. Um, and it's shifted extraordinarily. And with all these disclosures and revelations that are going to come out in this year of 2015, um, there are going to be more people that are, go- that are going to be shifting because they're ready to hear this, um, these disclosures. They're ready to hear these, these hidden things. So um, my, um, uh, my advice um, to many people is not to get angry because you only get angry if you think you're not responsible. And each one of us unconsciously or consciously is responsible for the world because we're all one. So instead of getting angry, it's accepting uh, that we have created, co-created this world on some level and that we have the ability with our choices to create a much different world. And, you know, that's the thing. There is an energy out there. If we all put, what would happen if we all got on a higher frequency energy? Because to me, the world is running on a very low frequency of (laughs) shame and blame. Uh, What would happen when we raise that vibration into more of a visionary ferocity? How do you feel the world would expand? What, well, that's that's exactly what is happening with people shifting. And actually what it's doing is it's causing an energetic divide between those of high, high vibrational frequency that are living conscious lives of awareness and those that are still stuck in that paradigm of fear and control and blaming others um, and not taking responsibility for creating um, a very different world of love and peace and acceptance. So what's, what's, what's going to happen is actually an energetic divide um, in which um, those of us of high frequency who are living this conscious life will go on and to experience a life of higher dimensional frequency. And uh, everybody has the ability to shift at any time um, because we all have free will and free choice. But um, because of the laws of attraction, those of us living a high vibrational frequency will have very little to do with those that are, that are of lower dimensional frequency. And that is just an energetic thing. And here's the question. How are the people that are putting out the fear, all the aggression today, going to have a Gandhi effect. They're going to go away without the people firing a shot. 
Oh, well, you know, that's not our concern. Our concern is only to put our emphasis on love, unity, acceptance, and peace, and then our reality will be that direct reflection. And you know what? Bless those who make other choices because they are divine, eternal beings as well. And, a lot, you know, uh, m- many people say they know not what they do, but we all, we all know what we do on some level. So that's their choice, but I don't put any emphasis on that. I put my emphasis on love, acceptance, unity, and peace, and the joy of, of the divine um, and being a servant to that and servicing that the most extraordinary way that I possibly can. You know, and I agree with that, but I give them one more thing. I respect them because they don't. I show them respect and appreciation to participate in the expansion of the world, and that is where I feel. I agree with you because what they're doing, the world would have not changed unless we saw the disparity and the contrast. And they are playing a divine role in showing us this uh, evil intent, if you want to call it, which is showing an extraordinary contrast. And people can see it now because their vibrational, um, many people can see it because their vibrational frequency has shifted enough for them to be clear enough to see it. And and that is true. And that's something I... I wrote a piece, uh, Clara Candy, Heaven is in Me, about Mm -hmm. a week ago. And that is something. But I wrote one before that I called, I I went and had a chat with the devil within me today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the thing is, is you've got to sit down and have a chat with the inner working. Yeah. Do you feel that? Oh, there's no question about it, because we change our world by connecting with the divine inside of us we change have to change within first and then we become the reflection of the divine inside of us and then we reflect that out but it has to start with with us going within and connecting to that divine source that everyone has no matter what their actions are and and you know you just said something and something just come to me that is why we've had all the people that had the intuitive inspiration since the beginning of time. People feared them because they didn't fit into the mold. And now the mold is breaking and we're going to unfold a new way to live. Do you feel that? Oh, there's no question about it. I am so positive and optimistic. In my reality, I experience a utopian society. I experience a society in which people are loving and kind and compassionate and giving and, and just humane. That is my reality. And because we are multidimensional beings, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, that is my reality. It, and it might not be somebody else's reality, but I don't worry about that. All I know is what I experience is because of what I feel and hold to inside myself. And I feel the same, except I unhook the human part, because I feel I'm a spiritual energy on a spiritual journey to expand my spiritual self. Yeah, but but also um, we are 
we are spirits in human form. And so what the way I look at it is because um, if, if I have this spiritual knowledge and it's not grounded in to um, a physical, um, uh, the physical field of matter, then um, a lot of people can't, um, uh, they can't connect with it um, and resonate with it. Uh, because it may be too airy-fairy, it may be too out there, it may be too woo-woo, <laughs> new agey. And so to really make it more user-friendly and to really um, help people to connect with it um, is to ground that into um, a very sort of user-friendly humanness. Um, and that's what I do in my practice so that people can see it's a very grounded way of, of living and a very grounded way of Incorporating that spirituality into our humanness. Well, see that. Uh, see, for me, everything I have to do with a humanness comes from a book, and everything <laughs> I've heard in the books is what's hooked me up. But I just call it. But see, we're all made of nitrogen, hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. And so, what I say is, I'm a spiritual reflection of 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 myself and of the energy. Right. And see, when people can start opening up to that, I ain't saying you got to grasp it, but Candy, when people can start opening up to it, they can start unhooking the limiting belief system. Exactly, exactly. They start to live more when when they when they start to let go of that lim- limited linear way of thinking. Um, you know, overanalyzing, trying to figure things out, and they start to live more from their heart. Um, which is our intuition and our faith and our trust, um, then we start to understand um, that um, that we are the painters of the portraits of our reality, um, and that through our through our intent, through our goals, our dreams, our intentions, our wishes, our desires, um, this is the way that we're manufacturing um, and co-creating more than manufacturing. We're co-creating our reality, um, and it doesn't come from pushing and forcing and controlling as so much of history um, has shown a very combative nature rather than um, connecting with the heart. And that is true. And, you know, the thing is, is uh, I've expanded into that, but um, I, I choose to, I don't really choose, I chose to inspire the way I, I my life flows forward, yeah, rather than yeah. think well, and thought and know. And something I'm going to ask you one last question, and I get close out the show. Something that I've unhooked is called my, I've unhooked the mind. The word mind <laughs> from my vocabulary. And i this is the reason. I'll get your opinion. It's because the mind is hooked in memory. So when yeah. I can live from inspiration and inspired inspiration and intuition. I can unhook the memory. And Absolutely. that is a big thing for me. Yes, that's and, enormous. And that's the reason. Yeah. What's, go ahead. I, no, I was going to say, that's absolutely correct because all we have is the present moment. All we have is the nanosecond of the now. Um, the past does not exist. The future does not exist. And by living from an inspired heart, um, then, then life becomes magical. It becomes a series of wonderment as we allow things to flow from our heart 
as we're co-creating with that divine and um and and we and those of us that that live this way live very magical lives and the web Candy's website is www.angelhealinghouse.com uh she's got a book on the front page angels of faith for the uh for children and a guided angel meditation and you can go on the page and see how elegantly wise and whimsical Candy is, and she can expand your life in a bold new way. Thank you, Rob. And you got. I'm going to close out the show, Candy, and uh, give the people some wisdom, and then I'll close out the show. Is what I was trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, the the wisdom that that um, I can impart is the wisdom that uh, that I always share with people. We all have the ability to fashion an extraordinary life for ourselves if we connect with our hearts, if we if we honor and respect our thoughts and our opinions, if we show up in the most authentic of ways um, and we follow our joys and we, we allow ourselves to, to nurture our gifts and our talents, um, then we show the brightest light we possibly can to the world. And uh, that's what I help people. I help them to fashion an extraordinary life for themselves, letting go of the past, not worrying about the future, and living in the only moment we have to live, which is the nanosecond of the now, the present moment. So I thank you so much, Rob, for for allowing me to come on again. Well, thank you, Candy, because this is this is some this is way the world is going to expand out of its current way and expand into the new way is by people showing their wisdom, thank not you. knowledge but wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Because wisdom is a never-ending curiosity. I agree. The never-ending curiosity. And and if I can add, show up in the world as a child. Don't think you know everything. A child is inquisitive. A child is curious. A child wiggles with excitement. Um, Don't, you know, don't feel like you have to do everything. You don't have to know everything. All you need to do is show up and be open, and it's extraordinary how the divine, how God and the angels will then show you signs on how to step forward. Have faith that you're co-creating this beautiful life. And thank you, Candy, and I'm going to close out the show, and I'm going to say good night and wish everybody a good weekend, and we'll see you. I'm going to take a couple weeks off because I've done this five years with no time off, and I'm taking a couple weeks for me. Yay. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Thank you, Candy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.